Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Texas Business Journals. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, Dallas Business Journal Managing Editor Rob Schneider welcomes one of our 40 Under 40 honorees, the popular Yes First Mayor, who's guiding the growth of Anna, Texas. Nate Pike is mayor for the city of Anna and the senior vice president and investment officer for Utter Pike Private Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors. He was also a 40 under 40 honoree for the Dallas Business Journal this year. We're gonna to talk to Nate about the challenges and opportunities of being a mayor of a fast growth suburb still in its early stages. Welcome, Nate. Thank you, Rob, glad to be with you. So paint a picture for our audience. Tell us about the city of Anna, where it sits in North Texas and the size of the city, say 10 years ago. Okay. US 75 runs right through Anna, and we are in the far northern point of Collin County. Uh, We're literally a a three-minute drive to the north, and you enter Grayson County. And uh, my time in Anna, I'm I'm a native of North Texas, grew up in the Denison-Sherman area. Um, So Anna is only 20, 25 miles south of that. My time in Anna started around 2012. At that time, I think we had close to uh, 8,000 people in the city. Very good. And Anna sits uh, 40 miles from downtown Dallas. Is that about right? 50? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Very absolutely. Good. About, about yeah. 40 miles north of Dallas. And, and with the expansions of the Dallas North Tollway and US 75, uh, which is now six lanes through the city of Anna, it's an easy drive. It really Absolutely. is. Yeah, and it's and so it is a town that used to be far away from Dallas, and it is now what's called an exurb. Although I've never met a city leader who actually likes that term, but an exurb that is is on the outer limits, but it is becoming a, a suburb. And we're going to talk a lot about that today, and about the growth and about the challenges uh, with that. So. In terms of, uh, talk about where Anna is in terms of its stage of development right now and where city leaders like yourself think it'll be, so think now and think 10 years, 20 years from now, where do you think it'll, where is it now? Where do you think it'll be? Yeah, Anna is definitely, I, I would call it explosive growth right now. We are right in that corridor of the, the North Texas growth uh, wave that is coming through. And uh, we we're definitely a city that, I would say, Rob, five years ago, we didn't really uh, embrace a culture of growth, and we've really shifted that uh, since about the 2017 timeframe and uh, have embraced uh, that growth, knowing knowing uh, good and well that it's coming. Whether the community wants it or not, uh, we are right in that path. And uh, so we've really established a, a culture of becoming one of the most developer-friendly cities in all of North Texas. And that news is definitely getting out. I can definitely share with the listeners more about uh, kind of that culture and message that we have uh, throughout this podcast. But I would tell you in the next 10, 20 years out, we've really developed a, a strong growth uh, strategic plan and comprehensive master plan, uh, uh, the Anna 2050 plan, which is viewable on our website. Uh, but our, our build out uh, in 2050, we're projected at about a quarter of a million people. I would tell you we're on the same path that uh, some others prior to us uh, have gone through cities such as Allen, McKinney, 
Frisco. Absolutely, Frisco's in that mix as well. So we're really kind of on that same path right now. And Allen sits near the top of Collin County, which is a massive county, but a lot of people outside of DFW have heard about that because of the fast growth of that county itself. And Anna is really on the, the outward edge heading into the top of that county. So you are now in your second term as mayor of Anna. This is a unpaid job, essentially a lot of hours and a lot of, a lot of time. What was the initial draw for you? And what was the appeal for a second term? Yeah, great question. The, the initial draw was uh, really the 2017 timeframe. My wife and I, we have a, a young family. And, uh, you know, kind of making that decision in, in my career, I'm, I'm heavily involved in Grayson County as well uh, with my work and uh, the McKinney area. And uh, kind of made that decision in 2017 about where do we want to plan our roots for the next 20 years and raise our family and uh, definitely prayed about that and decided that Anna was the place to be. The one thing that was missing in that equation that I had shared with my wife is uh, if we're if we're going to raise our children here, we need to be part of this community. We we need to be invested in the in the community. What happened is that started with uh, an application to the Economic Development Corporation. Served there for a period of time, uh, was the president of that organization. And at the time that I decided to run, uh, Anna was was struggling kind of with that defined plan of who do we want to be? Uh, a lot of division on the city council. So did run in 2017. Uh, it's a little unique. I, I was not on the city council prior. Went straight into the mayor role in 2017. It's been a great opportunity for our city. And, and that's really, Rob, when I look at it as to why I did it the first time, I see the opportunity. You know, Anna, you will hear me say often, we're the last blank canvas in Collin County. So uh, all this growth has been experienced to the south of us. Multiple cities have gone through it. But the great thing about Anna is it truly is uh, a 62-mile planning area that is blank uh, and has just started experiencing that growth. So stepping into the second term, uh, which was this past May, was when I stepped into that role for a second time. And uh, during that time, we really, we've really changed the culture. We've really put the city on a fast track for growth. Uh, we're sharing that message. We're marketing ourselves as someone to the developer community hey, if you want to look at Anna, we're going to be a city that we want your project to be a success in our city. So we, we definitely want to meet with you. The answer is always yes. We will start with a yes. And uh, sometimes we have to work our way backwards into a no. Uh, but when people ask about, I wonder if I can do a project in Anna that's going to be successful, the answer is always, always yes. Absolutely. And, and as someone who will occasionally drive through Anna on 75 now, and it's it's a growing suburb and you can see parts of that, especially with the retail and uh, a lot of housing developments there along 75, that Mantow development is going to be, the renderings of that are going to be just staggeringly different. It's going to make Anna look a lot different when, when that's Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you're, you're talking about, obviously, a lot of homes, which makes sense for a fast growing community, but also a lot of retail, a lot of tall buildings, uh, you know, places for people to work, you know, multi. So like a, a mixed use development uh, combined with the multifamily development, that is going to be a really stark difference. And what do you think? Five years? I think within the next five years, you really 
have an opportunity to watch a, a community transform into kind of its new phase of growth. And that's exactly where ANA is. We're currently, uh, we've got two large master plan communities that, that have mixed use components. The villages of Hurricane Creek, which is a Centurion American development. Uh, we also have a new one that just came on board uh, literally two weeks ago, a new $800 million project with Megatel. There will be a, a 2.3 acre crystal lagoon uh, in that project, but it will also also include commercial components, multifamily, restaurants. It's a real exciting time, and, and those things are currently in the works. They're in construction right now. Uh, so I, I really think within the next five years, we're averaging right now about 1,200 new single-family permits, but we're now throwing some more multifamily. Uh, when you see these types of developments come through or the potential for them to arrive in your community, it's very important to have balanced housing, especially from a commercial and retail perspective. They like single-family homes, but at the same time, they also like to see multifamily coming up in your community. We uh, just recently approved three different multifamily projects that will bring probably a little over 1,500 units within the next 18 months. So so it is, you're going to see a lot of transformation in, in the city of Anna over the next five years. So, and you talked about this a little bit already where you pro-development, try to really be proactive with, with people who want to do projects here or in Anna. Where do you see Anna fitting into the North Texas business community you know, in the near future and in the long-term future? Great question. Near future, I really see a lot of, uh, we have a lot of land that is designated for industrial, light industrial use right now. The industrial market all around DFW is very, very hot in the current industry. So we're we're focused on uh, obtaining some big users that are going to bring in, you know, I'd like to see in the next three years of this term, I'd like to add a thousand jobs into Anna. So we are going to see some uh, big interest on the industrial side. Uh, we've added a lot of, we've been very successful with medical. We have a, a, a physician-owned uh, surgery center coming in. We've got a freestanding ER uh, on 75. We have some some large and major healthcare providers in North Texas that are currently uh, looking at Anna. So I think, uh, you know, rounding out some industrial, the healthcare side, we've got some interest from college as well. So education, bringing in a, a college campus is potentially on the horizon for us. So we're really excited about that. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a very important piece and really kind of one of the top priorities that I've had since the beginning is we want to be a very pro-economic development community. You know, sales tax is a, is a critical component for growing communities. Adding people and ad valorem tax to a city budget is, is great. But with that, and, and the more people that come, there's more resources that are needed. So in order to really put yourself ahead of the curve, plan for infrastructure needs and other things that will be necessary as you're rapidly growing, it's important to put uh, good economic development in your community and uh, grow those sales tax figures as well. 
When you're talking about that, I'm thinking about the mix with a fast growth suburb about becoming a bedroom community that basically maybe means that somebody lives there, but they work, they're driving 20 minutes somewhere else to work versus also having an employment angle to this. And talk about the mix of that and how important that is for these fast growing communities. It's really one of the most important pieces of growth in a smaller defined bedroom community. And that's exactly what Anna was and, and has been defined as. And, and we're, click, we're quickly transforming into a, a real balanced community. Economic development is a critical component of a fast growing community. Uh, when we're putting 1200 plus single family homes on the ground uh, right now, uh, the reality is, is a lot of people still leave Anna on a daily basis. Uh, I do. I, I drive to the north or I drive to the south uh, for my career. And we're absolutely wanting to plant uh, more jobs in our community with uh, I had a goal setting out in this second term that I wanted to find a way to add a thousand quality jobs to the city of Anna. Uh, and how we're going to do that is really probably through a couple of areas. Uh, we've brought some healthcare into our community. Uh, there's a lot of interest to continue developing out healthcare. We also have an education component that is looking very promising by bringing in a college campus. And uh, one of the most attractive areas right now in all of DFW is the industrial market. Uh, the city of Anna has an, an 85 acre tract of land that has seen a lot of interest from uh, some big users, big users that would be just a, a huge benefit to our community overall. But as you grow, that, that is the one direction you can go. You can go to where you're more of a bedroom community or a well-balanced community. And uh, with all the growth we're seeing in all of North Texas right now, the opportunity is there for Anna to really shine uh, by balancing out. And it's kind of back to that question you had asked Rob about, uh, you know, how do you see Anna or, or what is Anna now and 10 years later? I think we're going to have a really well-balanced community. When you look at cities such as Frisco, McKinney, Allen that we discussed earlier, they, they've done a really good job uh, of bringing in industry that keeps their residents in town uh, on the weekends uh, also and they work there they work there and that's that's what we're looking for we're looking for a community that someone can move to anna starting in uh, to buy their first home as a young individual and um, go through every phase of life in our community so along those same lines nate you sit in collin county and as you go up the map of, of collin county you have Plano, which really was in this position 40 years ago and did a lot of things that I think a lot of people used and decided not to use in terms of what their, their formula for growth was. And by that, I mean, uh, like the schools, the, having one high school versus having 12 high schools and things like that for a 200,000 community. And then you have cities like uh, McKinney and Frisco that were uh, an Allen that were cities just at the outskirts of Dallas and then just became these huge sprawling communities. In addition to cities like Prosper and Salina and, and a bunch of others that are in a different stage of growth, they're, they're a little ahead of you all, but they're not as fast, as far along as Frisco and Kitty. So, but you have those people to talk to. And so what have you learned from talking to the city leaders and what, what things are you taking to help Anna during this stage of growth and really plan for the next 30 years? That's a, a great question that is really, uh, really important in this conversation we're having. You know, stepping in 
in 2017, uh, there was one thing I, I did know, and that is that I know nothing about being a mayor, but I, I do believe in the power of relationships. It's, it's what I do on a day-to-day basis. So I'm not afraid to, to reach out to friends of surrounding cities. They've been uh, tremendous in offering a lot of mentorship type uh, advice to me as, as we've gotten going here in Anna. You know, two names in particular really come to mind very quickly. When I first started this, uh, Brian Lockmiller, the former mayor in McKinney, uh, sat down with me very early. Mayor Masso and Frisco uh, sat down and, and just kind of shared some of the things they had learned, kind of gave me some advice on here's how you, you make this work for you. And, you know, I think the most important piece that has been shared with me from both of those guys, and it, it's very similar, and that is you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a good plan, but you don't want to overextend yourself. Some of the best advice I, I've gotten during this is, you know, not focus on 20 things that are all happening at once. As a mayor and as a city council, it's important to pick three or four big things that you really want to accomplish, which is currently outlined in our strategic plan. And uh, what you do is you go through a 12-month period and you take a look back and go, okay, did we get those four big things accomplished? And uh, so you really, you don't want to overextend yourself when there's so much interest, but really keep your focus on four or five big things that you want to accomplish. So what are types of things that other cities have done right that have influenced Anna's strategic growth? I think that there's multiple cities throughout the Metroplex that have done a very good job of, of planning. I think for Anna, what is, what is critical for us is that 75 corridor. Our traffic counts before were, I believe, about 80,000 a day traveling through the area up and down US 75. Uh, what I can tell you is that, you know, cities have been very successful when they plan to put retail and sales tax entities along their major corridors. Uh, we're really reserving that in Anna for the, the right users to come in. And uh, what we want to be able to do, of course, is draw people that are coming through Anna. You want to be able to draw some of those people off of the highway as they're coming through and and shop in your community. So uh, I think a lot of success has been had by the cities that really plan out and, and create kind of a master plan for what you want your major corridor to be. So on the flip side of that, what are the mistakes that other city leaders or that you've seen people have told you or that you've witnessed that have influenced you? What have you learned not to do? I think what not to do, and, and you certainly have challenges and problems daily. I think the, the biggest thing that, that I've personally learned, and I know other cities have experienced this as well, and Anna was really behind the curve on this and and it's something you don't expect but the one word that everybody talks about in north texas is infrastructure roadways you know can we our traffic is increasing and it's important to stay ahead of the curve on that i think that's the biggest thing that that i've learned and other cities learn along the way is it's hard to stay in front of that it's it's extremely hard to stay in front of it Uh, But it's also as you plan out your community and you have all this developer interest, you need participation. You need true partnerships, Uh, those partnerships at the state level with TxDOT. We've got two state highways running right through Anna uh, with US 75 and Highway 5, which is on our east side. 
And, uh, you know, you've got to, you've got to have strong communication with, with planners, TxDOT, and, uh, and surrounding communities, uh, just how to work through some of those infrastructure challenges. Yeah. And, and you're leading right into what I was going to ask you next, which is to deep dive a little bit into this. What does it look like to be out in front of future growth? So to get into the point to you, is it in a area that you know is going to grow in Anna and probably only needs two lanes right now? When do you decide to make that four lanes or six lanes basically ahead of growth that you know is coming, but get that infrastructure done early? And, and what are other yeah. types of infrastructure besides streets and roads that, that people aren't thinking about as well? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're trying to jump ahead on a couple of different things in our city right now. Uh, one is our, our downtown area. It's not the funnest thing to think about when you're talking about different projects and things that go on, but you really have to focus on not just roadways, but you've got to focus on sewer. You know, you take a look at downtown Anna, an area where we have a, another uh, downtown master plan to develop and essentially create a downtown in Anna, uh, like many of our communities around the northern part of Collin County have. Uh, but you have to look at water. You have to look at sewer sewer lines. You know, how old are your sewer lines? Do we need new infrastructure in those areas to make it work? A lot of expansion currently going on. State Highway 5 is projected to turn into a, a four lane from a two lane right now. I think that project, had we not seen COVID, uh, we would already be in the construction phase of that. But um, you see, you're seeing a lot of neighborhoods in Anna that are new, newer subdivisions that are being built where you know, there were some two lane roads going through those that are already being expanded to four. It's very hard to stay ahead of it. And it shows up very quickly. When it's a weakness, it shows up very quickly when you start adding more people to the equation. So as far as the future and planning out, once again, it's not something a city council likes to think about all the time is, well, how are we going to put that sewer in or how are we going to create a new roadway? Uh, but it's critical. It's critical for the future of all these communities that are experiencing this type of growth. Anna Mayor Nate Pike joining us. In our next segment, he shares why the relationship with schools is so important. When Texas Business Minds continues. This summer, Texas Mutual Insurance Company sent $330 million in dividends to policyholders across the state. It's our way of rewarding resilient businesses who never wavered in their commitment to working safe. More at TexasMutual.com. Continuing our conversation as Anna Mayor Nate Pike joins Dallas Business Journal Managing Editor Rob Schneider. Talk about things like, so if you have thousands of people moving to Anna every month, schools. So if, if it's young families and things like that. So, and obviously that is a purview of the city of Anna per se, but it is, it is a state and it's a basically a combination of things. Talk about what you have to do in terms of making a school district that you want that is going to be desirable for the thousands of people that you're trying to lure to live there. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely an area that is back to that question you, you gave prior on, you know, what have other leaders in cities told you and advised you on? And uh, having a great relationship with your ISD is critical. 
the most successful cities in Collin County, that's exactly what they have. They have a great relationship with their ISD. Uh, and Anna, you know, five years back, we didn't have any relationship uh, with our ISD. I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that uh, we have strong relationships between both entities. And um, a good example of that, Rob, is any development. If you're coming into Anna and you want to do a uh, large master plan community on the single family side, uh, we're not going to, that answer is yes, until you say you won't talk about dedicating some land to a school site. Uh, we work hand in hand. It's a partnership with our ISD. I'm heavily involved in just participating in our ISD and Anna and doing everything I can to help them. Having good schools is absolutely a critical part of the equation. You have to have it in order to be successful. Our school district is is growing tremendously. Uh, we're currently a, a 4A school that is right on the cusp of already moving into 5A. I don't, as far as their plans, we were working on elementary number five. We're building a second middle school that will be built starting in February of 2022 and uh, a second high school. So we are going to be one of those districts that I don't think we will have five or six high schools. I think we will be more of a two high school community, but that's definitely all in the planning stages. And you, you have to stay on top of that together. You really do. And your developer community sees that. They like it. They understand just like new residents that are moving in, they can see that uh, when a good partnership is established and good relationships exist between the city and the ISD. So we've been talking about your mayoral job and, you know, I, I am sure that there are times where that takes up a full-time amount of hours. It's essentially, an un, it's, it is an unpaid position uh, and you have another job as a financial planner that you've been doing for a while and we're doing before you were mayor and we'll do after you're mayor. Talk about how that job made you a better elected official. How, how my current role has fit in very nicely with, with being the mayor is uh, I'm in the relationship business. As a financial advisor, what, what I do is, is more of customized planning process for higher net worth individuals and business owners. And um, we provide tailored solutions uh, for their unique needs around wealth planning, investment and asset management, private banking side, fiduciary and trust services, and business transition and advisory services. So I think you talked about that that's also relationships and that's also really helped you. Yeah. That's exactly right. And that's exactly where I was going with it because the most important part of my current role and uh, as being a mayor is all about relationships. Sure. And uh, I, I think that it's really helped on the mayor side, uh, just knowing how important in my day-to-day -day life relationships are. We're very fortunate, and Anna and I have good relationships with a lot of the city leaders around us. That was absolutely by intent. You know, I wanted to reach out, learn from others, build strong relationships, uh, because that's that's how you learn. And, uh, and that's exactly what it's all about, is the relationship. And before we started recording this, you were talking about the way you handle your hours as mayor. And uh, talk a little bit about that and why it's very you have a very specific mindset about that. I had some advice early on uh, as I was going through the process of campaigning the first time. And a good friend of mine said, I'm going to give you some advice that not many other people do in, in the elected official world. And that is being a mayor or being an elected official 
in North Texas can be very time consuming. You know, you see it at the at the state level a lot, too. If, if you have a young family or a career, something is going to suffer along the way. So I had some some great advice from a friend who said, you know, how I would recommend you set this up is making sure, number one, you have a really good staff in place and you need to set the expectations early that you have a young family and you have a career and that comes before those cannot fall by the wayside. And uh, so how I've really structured uh, these past two terms for myself is the expectation was set early on. We did transition literally every leadership position at the staff level in the city of Anna. Uh, as we brought in a new, our new city manager who came from Rowlett, which had experienced a lot of this rapid growth as well, I set the expectation that I work during the day and I have to do that first. And I also have a family. So what we've done is staff handles 90%, of course, of any any issues, any complaints, those are going to be passed off immediately to the staff. I do have one rule that uh, I set for our staff, and that is we want to be responsive to anyone, whether it's someone interested in our community, whether it is an issue, uh, you have to be back with that constituent or that developer within a 24-hour time frame. Uh, but what I do is uh, I split my time between Sherman and McKinney, and uh, one day a week is is what we set up where if if I need to have meetings regarding anything city-related, we do that once a week, usually on Tuesdays, and I set a few hours aside. And um, it's been really beneficial setting that up and kind of that expectation. Our staff knows that if I'm needed for a meeting or someone wants to meet with me, here's the time, here's the time, and here's that window. And uh, it's worked out great for us, it really has. I do spend a lot of time in the late afternoons and the evenings working on uh, city business. So it's not uncommon to see a response to an email at nine or 10 o'clock for me, because that's really the time I focus on that. But, you know, making sure that I take care of my, my career uh, and then getting home in the evenings and, and taking care of uh, my family and my young children, it comes first, and then second comes the mayoral. So, so it's worked out great. Wrapping up here, I wanted to ask you a couple of general questions. What opportunity over the next year has you most excited, either in your professional or in your elected official uh, role? I think that there is a tremendous amount on the on the elected official side. I think Anna is right on the cusp of some really major projects that I can't really dis- disclose at this time, but I'm really excited about the economic development opportunity for us over the next year. Uh, we're in the final stages of landing some big users in, in Anna that are going to provide us some good jobs and uh, really just really excited about uh, what is to come. It's, it's really one of those stages for our city right now where you just never know. You never know what's coming next from day to day. You never know the phone call that your economic development corporation is receiving. The Metroplex as a whole has really identified we've put Anna on the map. And um, people, when you say Anna, Texas now, people are going, hey, I think I know about them. There's a lot going on up there. Uh, So I'm really excited just to see how this growth continues to progress and uh, what the economic development opportunities are for our community. What's the biggest lesson personally, professionally that you took out of 2020 and, you know, by that, I mean the pandemic and working at home or all the all the challenges that came there. And, and how will it make you different 
going forward? 2020 uh, definitely was something I would have never expected to see uh, in, in this role for myself as mayor and Anna. Uh, I think the biggest things that I learned throughout all of this, and we touched on it just a little bit earlier about relationships, relationships are important. You know, 2020 was a year where we have this, this lockdown phase and, and people are at home for a year period. I know early on in the pandemic for us, it was very challenging uh, because we were one, Anna had one of the first 10 cases of COVID-19 in Collin County. We actually had, uh, unfortunately, uh, one of the first deaths in the county as well. So a lot, of, a lot of tough decisions had to be made about what area are we going to go to? Are we going to go to an area where we are a mandate type situation where we have to close our community for a couple of weeks? Anna did. Anna, uh, along with McKinney, we felt as a community with our population base being real dense in one area, four to five mile radius where you've got most of Anna currently living right now. Uh, we ended up closing for two weeks. And, you know, that that was a very tough decision for me. And I think the the biggest thing that I learned in 2020 is you've got to make decisions. You know, as a leader, you have got to be able to make some decisions. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're they're wrong. But you've got to have the ability to trust your instinct and make a decision. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I took out of 2020. And the other part is just knowing the struggle that people have gone through with illness or being home, being home and feeling isolated, uh, which is back to that relationship piece. It's important to check on your family, your friends, acquaintances and just touch base and, and continue to develop and prosper those relationships. So I think that's the, the two biggest things is, is making decisions, uh, trusting your instinct and making a decision. And secondly, continuing to uh, move relationships forward during that time. Finally, say there's somebody listening to this that lives in a future fast growing suburb. So maybe their town has a couple hundred or a thousand people but they can see it. They can see that they're just on the cusp of this big, sprawling, growing area. They can see it for their city. What, what would be your advice to that person? Uh, first and foremost, create a strong strategic plan. Get your city council on board with a plan. Uh, I know when we first started in Anna and, and started experiencing this growth, uh, we knew very quickly that what was happening is things are just occurring daily and there's not a true 25 year plan as to who do we want to be? Where do we want to go? So first and foremost, when that growth is, is on the horizon, it's critical that you immediately sit down as a team and talk about the partnerships that have to be created. Partnerships with your ISD. If those relationships aren't established, you've got to establish them immediately. Uh, secondly, you've got to put in a strategic plan for your city council. And, uh, and that's what I meant by strategic plan. You've got to have a plan that your council is all on board with. Uh, others have advised me on that, and I couldn't agree more. What you've got to have is a roadmap. You've got to have a roadmap for the future. As new council members come into place in your community or a future, future mayors coming on board, uh, it's important to have that blueprint where you go, this is, this is our plan. You know, you, you can come on to this city council, but this is what the majority of this group says we're the direction we're going and how we're going to implement that. So having a strategic plan 
if it's a smaller community on the horizon of this growth we're experiencing, create a comprehensive plan. You know, look 25 years out at your community. Have a map that shows everybody who's looking to do projects in your community. This is the area we're going to focus on for this type of project and, and have that laid out. Otherwise, what you're going to see is just different projects popping up in different areas. And it sounds great, but you have to have a roadmap. Well, that's great, Nate. I appreciate your time today. Thanks. I, I enjoyed this discussion a lot. Hey, I appreciate it, Rob. And any anytime I can ever help or provide anything to you guys, you just you just let me know. We love the Dallas Business Journal and we're, we're here to help wherever we can. Thanks again to Anna Mayor Nate Pike for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Texas Business Journals and brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Texas.